This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Forever! When your first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with us Oh, Diva Our number is 213-5369 Our number is 213 No, you gotta pick it up right from the six 9180 you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you stupid little fucks, you gross little fucks. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds, the Tuesday episode. That's why uh, Broadway singers warm up, Deepa. Well, I've been sitting here sucking down uh, a bunch of powder, doing my makeup. You think I'm going to die from, like, clown lung? How do you? No, because you never do drag. You do it, like, twice a month. Versus the divas <laughs> do it every day. <laughs> I scammed my way into drag, baby. I found out how to make money doing drag without actually putting the drags on. Oh my god! Yeah, just send everyone the same uh, digital performance. You're like, will this one work? For Listen, your show? you you say that about me, but I and I may have gotten over digital drag quickly. But I've been listening to other podcasts, and everyone is saying the same thing that they were like. It was fun. It was cool. I mean, this is such an old conversation, but they're now like, oh, you want me in your digital sh- digital show? Here's my five numbers. Pick which one you want to use. Well, so I, I was just an yes. early adapter to that. Also, Here's- just like everyone used to come from me for doing my McDonald's number all the time. But I was like, when the club promoter asks you and pays you and flies Maybe. you out to perform that McDonald's number. Maybe. I don't care if you're talking shit about me doing it behind my back. I'm the one making money doing it. You're Maybe. the one sitting at home talking. So what? Maybe. Baby, baby, you built a brand. Baby, baby it's called Mega Money. It's called a business, honey. It's called a, how do I do this, honey? I'm Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am, Miss Ma'am. Not how do I'm, I do this? I'm cranked today. I had two large cups of coffee. How are I, you doing? I'm good. I like that recently you've been really enjoying use, using the word chaotic on Instagram, talking about your chaotic energy as if it's something new. It's I, I well, it's new to me because I I because uh, you never realize... looked in a mirror or listened back to episodes of this show. I do listen back to episodes and and I can usually defend why my brain jumps from thing to thing or like wants to move on so quickly. But I think my just being trapped at home, my adult ADD is getting worse. Why has no one done a pair? Oh, I know exactly why. If you know where my brain was going with that, shout out to you. Send me a DM. A parody uh, of what? I'm not going to even talk about it. Adult ADD? Like a, a perfect example of your uh, chaotic energy is the first time I ever saw you on video was in uh, your season of Dragula, your elimination challenge when you were buried alive in the coffin. Uh-huh. The way you reacted to the bugs and how you pissed your pants. Yes, and- I did pee. And all of that, I feel like, oh, that was perfect. It was a a great example of who you are. Yes. Because you love to pee your pads. I... Not that I love it, but I have a I have a hard time pee. Like my body always wants to pee right when it's the worst time. Yeah. 
Anyway, I was like fully up in drags the other day shooting this little digital drag number. Speaking of which, I'm making a new digital drag number where oh. I am a lady spy. A lady <laughs> oh, Sherlock Holmes. Oh, is that what, what you sent me? I was like, what is that from? It's the, yeah, same, it's from this this, n- it's the same old outfit. Let's be real. Oh, yeah. God, but I love that, that outfit. That. It is actually that outfit is being retired. Someone wanted it, and I was like, it, the, half what? the metallic stuff is off the of it. The boobs are so small and in the center. Well, it's not. They don't um, look like your body form back there where your boobs are ample and out No, to because the side. that was not a custom-made oh. garment. That was uh, a Mindy Lamore made it, and she makes drag clothes. Look up Mindy Lamore on you Instagram? I don't know where but she is. But the body shape on that is like a candy apple. How was that not custom for you? She makes drag outfits. So oh. they're made to fit they a drag have. body. So she she does regular sizes, small to extra large. And that one was an extra large. And my only qualm with it is that the tits on all of them, I think, are the same size. So I was like running around with an extra small titty. Mm. And I asked her to like if she could read, if she would make bigger ones. And she was like, um, no, you bought it the way it is. And I was like, that's true. That's true. I, I, it is how it is. That's fair. That's fair. I could. Well, it's going to be burned after this. So. Oh, my God. What? You're going to burn it? I like I burned that McDonald's costume. Oh anyway, we're having a wonderful time. It's a Sunday. It is 1126. So what I did this morning is I watched and we, we did heavy promotion of this already. But I watched. Uh, the we Juice can of- hear you with that. We can hear that. He's got his little air, his aerosol can of air, and he's spraying shit. Did you ever used to <laughs> suck on this air duster? No, that's toxic. It well, okay, no, it's not. It's just air. But it sometimes they put um bad flavor in it, so you don't suck on it. But it drops your voice down. Me and my friends when we were that's in public, what, do it right now. No, because it fucks with your brain too. You get giggly. It's like so. You just said I said it's toxic. You said no. It's just air. It's not toxic. It's just you're giving too much oxygen to your brain. I don't know. Don't you know what? I'm not a scientist. It may be toxic, but you suck it in, and then your voice drops down. It's like the opposite of helium. And I remember one time when I was in high school, um, we I did it in the backseat of my friend's car, and then I went open you the mean door. Sex. No, I mean, sucked on this air can. And then I was like, open the door. And I made him stop the car. And I got out of the car. And I ran across the field screaming, everything smells like my nose. Because <laughs> I was so fucked up. Yeah, this says on the back of it, this product contains a bittering agent to help discourage inhalant abuse. Yeah. So what we would do is we would just inhale it and then quickly... <laughs> Um, open suck the door. on open the door. open the door. We would suck on mints and stuff because it what? was it is really just bitter. Y'all really trying to get fucked up? Okay, we so could, I was at a private school. We couldn't get weed. What I did this morning was I watched the Jinx and Dela holiday special, and ah! it is now. Listen, our mom holiday special is very very good, but it is just a podcast. This holiday special is a Mama. lot as a theatrical film Scripted movie, film, movie, musical the costumes, magic. the wigotry, the production, the puppetry, the lighting design. This was a plus quality entertainment. It is. I mean, they've really taken drag to a new level with For this. For real. Like a full movie based on two drag queens, but they don't, I mean, they're just playing Jinx and Dela. It's a world where drag is not. They don't really reference drag in it at all. 
No, I mean, they at one point there's like a joke about a man in a wig or something like that, but they're playing themselves. Yeah. They It's so good. It's so smart and funny and good and campy and like And their and their um their chemistry with Dela being like Dela over the top and like quirky mm-hmm. and like never stops moving and Jinx being like in stillness and hard. Oh, it's so good. Not it hard great. like her makeup, but hard as in like a character. No, choice. and I will say, I feel like I've never, like, I sort of, like, Dela was introduced to us as, like, uh, what's her tag phrase? Um, terminally delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jinx, I feel like, was developing her character. You're always like, oh, that's Jinx Monsoon. You're super talented and charismatic and funny and everything. But I never. F- f- <clears throat> gotta get ready to sing uh i never felt i never you keep on thinking that we're singing and i'm not doing that i never felt like it was like really um solidified and i and i was like and i haven't had the pleasure of seeing jinx monsoon live in a theatrical performance i know you've uh, seen i christmas saw this show. christmas show but it's not the same christmas show right parts of it are the same but i saw her at the christmas show at the montalban theater and it was just incredible say it montalban Montel Montalban. It's, it's just the guy's hard. last name, Ricardo Montalban. He was on Fantasy Island. Montalban. Yeah. Montalban. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyways, I loved the special. I'm, bop, 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 loving it. And shout out to them. Like Dela signed a Hulu deal. That is an inside job, bitch. She and Jinx wrote that motherfucker. Dela directed it. It was self-produced by the crew. Dela helped build the set. She Girl, was on was set painting Dela the background. It was her doing people. all of it. She was a part of every step. And that, you don't see that a lot. You see a lot of people showing up to things that are already completed and set for them. You don't see someone jumping in full deep dive. Girl, and that that is why I personally and we're gonna have Dayla on the show in 2021. Mm-hmm. We've already sort of been talking about that. Um, but that's why I personally connect to them is because they like to work like how I like to work, which yeah. is sort of like have a hand in everything. That's a fisting joke. All right. Uh we are gonna take a break and we'll be right back. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool. 
that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Hello, we are back. We are back on the Mom Network. I hope everyone went and watched the Mom special. It was a good time. Yeah. Okay. So we didn't really talk about this yet, but on the on the day of what what I alluded to, and I realized in watching it back as we were editing it, I sort of said it wrong. But you were like, "What am I supposed to do?" And I said, "I was gonna bring you eggnog for you to drink, and then I wasn't gonna do it," which doesn't sound like anything. What I said, but what I, I would have done. I would have chugged it. But what I meant is I was going to set up a whole thing where we had to do an eggnog chugging challenge. And there was one in front of you and one in front of me. And I was going to have you go first and chug it all. And then I was going to say, I'm not doing that. And just that would have been so funny. But I got really, really, really freaked out about COVID like two days before we filmed. Mm -hmm. And the thought of you drinking and then spewing everywhere really freaked me out and everyone had recently been tested and we all kept our distance and aside from the moment people were on camera everyone had a mask on it we was were, very un- uncomfortable was, to try to talk to everybody because the way we were all seated and off to the side we were right. all like 10 feet apart some people were around the corner so i'd be like raja i miss you it was just so funny and so i got really in my head and especially listen los angeles right now we are the motherfucking epicenter. Epicenter, honey. Oh, baby, we. What do we have here? We have entertainment. What do we have here? Orange fields. What do we have here? COVID. COVID. Come visit, baby. Girl, I, I, a friend of mine recently got a job working for the company um, Core that does the testing. Mm. Um, and he posted last night on his Instagram. He was like. Three days ago, it was, well, this will be out of date now, so whatever the numbers are on Tuesday, but it was like, I remember at the beginning of this month, it was like one in a hundred people in LA, Mm -hmm. and I was like, that is a scary number, and then I was like, but if you're in a room and there's a hundred people in the room, it's like one, that's one percent, that's not like 20 out of a hundred, you know, it's like one percent, it's one percent. Yeah. 
it was like one in 100 and then a couple days ago it was one in 80 and then he just posted he was like based on our testing results today it's one in 20 people and i was like so so i felt really you know we actually shot that uh special in november it was the end of november when we did it Mm -hmm. and so i felt really good anyways that that's why I felt really great that no one who was involved has any sort of uh, positive test result or even an exposure. I feel really lucky and amazing, but you will not catch me doing anything in person for a very long time until these numbers go down, Diva. It, this is so insane. Yeah, I went to a skate park the other day. I know we're not supposed to leave our house or whatever, but it was just me and Michael. And there was a group of like eight teenagers that arrived because um, there was nobody at the park. And then none of them were in masks. They were skateboarding, breathing heavy, and, like, they were being assholes. Normally at a skate park, you kind of wait your turn to drop in and do all this stuff. And they were just dropping in, skating next to us while we were trying to do stuff, breathing on us. And I was finally like, let's just fucking leave. Like, this is, it's not worth it. It's too Why are they not in masks? It's so dumb. Girl, and the ICU capacities are... Is at 0% right now. I saw the numbers today. And I just posted something on my story, and I uh, it was a drag queen performing 34 plus 35 or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, In Orlando, Florida at Wilton Manors or The Manors or whatever it's called. I'm not coming for that drag queen for performing because I know queens and performers need money. I'm coming and for the that club. Queen is probably the safest one there because she's away from everybody. No, she's not in this video. She is oh. feet from these people. The problem, what I'm going to say is, I don't the care club. if you're out there performing. It's the club needs to enforce masks and social distancing inside. That's the least you could do. I'm not even saying that it's okay that it should be open. I, and I wish it. I wish that our government would have taken care of us, and they're not. And I'm sorry, but I think by staying open, you're endangering more people than you are helping yourself. You right. know what I mean? Now, uh, can I? I want to say something, and maybe we'll bleep the bar because I don't know that it's my business to tell their business. But there's a bar in LA that has absolutely no outdoor space, and it is a bar that is sort of known for a lot of fluid exchange and raunchy behavior. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think. And they have been closed, obviously, since everyone has been closed. They don't do food service. They don't have anywhere where they could, like, get away with, like, outdoor seating and, like, distancing or whatever. So what what did the guy do? He bought a bunch of fridges, and he filled the entire bar with fridges, and he linked up with, like, an alcohol delivery company and they deliver like pre-mixed drinks, like rum punches and like whatever. And and I I was borrowing a piece of um those platforms we used when we shot mm. the holiday special. Yeah. We borrowed those from the bar so we could get the cameras up high. And when I went to pick them up, I was like, what are all these fridges? And he was like, we literally um package up for this company. We're like a distribution center for this like alcoholic beverage delivery company. And so in order for that bar to stay open, he's now, all the bartenders are like, I think he's hired those people to work at the bar so that he can keep them paid. He figured out a way to, and that's like an amazing feat because no one is helping anyone. It's like. Yeah. And I mean, that's great for him. I think that's incredible, but there's like, I mean, there's no assistance. So these bars are going to be shutting down. That's just what it is. And yep. and it's unfortunate. And I don't know. There's there has to be some sort of social responsibility in doing this. There's got to be a way for bars to make money that doesn't involve packing it to the gills again. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I know a lot of people are going to hate that I said that because I know a lot of people, a lot of performers don't have any way to make money. And I I understand that. I'm not making any money really right now. Right. So, but I also feel like it's my social responsibility to not go out and party and and be in spaces where it it's unregulated. It would be so much better. It would be so much easier if the government, I mean, this is, it feels, it almost feels dumb to keep talking about this shit, but it's just, it's like mind boggling. It's like, oh, what if the government had just sent us money and said, please stay at home so we don't spread this disease? Someone Here's said a little an check eight to week help you quarantine, pay the rent. an eight week quarantine and like what, $4,000, $2,000 to each person? Right. Would have been, we would have been over this. This would have been done, honey. Girl, look at New Zealand. Zero cases. I'm just so mad. I've been here. We were just talking about this yesterday. I have been locked in my house for a year, basically. Mm-hmm. I have not done a well, show in a don't, year. Don't. We, it was March. So we've got three. <laughs> that was Girl, me blowing, suck on that, blowing suck it. On that, and then, <laughs> oh, it is bitter. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, uh, nine months, whatever. Yes. I've, I haven't done shows. You've I'm lost a year. Out, I've lost a year of my life. I'm out of shape. I haven't gotten to party. I haven't gotten to do shows. I don't. I haven't had any. I new drag. What? Yeah, girl. I, I, yeah. We have to do. And I was gonna say this in general, and I hate that it's coming at the end of the year, but I want to do a little sloppy seconds fitness moment with you. Hmm. I want to do a challenge because I literally huffed and puffed to put my socks on yesterday. And I'm not kidding. I, yeah. I, I feel, and I'm older than you girls. So I'm at that moment where I'm like, either it starts now or, and I'm not talking about, I'm not trying to do no, have you seen photos of Mike Ruiz? You know, the photographer, have you seen pictures of him now? I'm not trying to do that. I just don't want to be out of breath. Honey, it's a stamina game. I don't want to be out of breath. And also, it, you know, in six or eight months, I'm going to have to perform again. I'm not going to be able to. I'm going to yeah. be too tired. I'll do one song and pass out. I used to be able to do an hour outside mm-hmm. in the daytime in the sunlight. Well, girl, it's time 30, to start. 30, 35. I'm about 35. I am 35. Oh, girl, wow. I'll be 36 and won't be able to go up a, a set of stairs. How about on the last episode when Alaska asked me my age and we didn't bleep it out? Everyone knows I've been lying. Wait, what? How old did you, were you telling people you were? I was saying I was 29. But you're 30. Yeah, but I've been lying since I was 24. I thought you were 28. Just perma 28. I've been, well, yes. Wait, are you actually 31? Yes. You used to be like, I'm six years younger than you, bibbity bobbity boo. Yes, because I was consistently lying. <laughs> I don't oh, understand. You, you pulled a Manila? Been... Is that what Manila does? Manila went on Drag Race. I think when Manila first went on Drag Race, she said she was 24, but she was 30 or 29 or something like that. But we she, just, did, she could pull that off. We just talked about, I mean, she could she could literally say that she was 29 right now, and I'd be yeah, like, and I'd buy be... it. Yep. Um, but you know, she was on season three and Raja and Delta talk about their age on very that, I think 46 or something like that. 46. I love Delta. If you guys aren't listening to very that, you need to, because I mean, I love Raja and Delta, but like Delta, when she gets going on a, on a vamp, 
Lil Vampin. She Lil can Vampin. just talk. And I well, love. This is, this is also why I love it is because people, you hear Delta Work, people know Delta Work. You hear the name, people go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And some people who really pay attention know that she did Ruse Wigs for a couple of years. You know, they sort of know that little bit of drama, like whatever, whatever. But, you know, Raja has sort of consistently, like she has the Wild Presents show, she has Tudor Boot. We sort of know what Raja's vibe is, but we haven't really gotten to sit with Delta and listen to her be silly and goofy. And that is what's so fun about Very That. And she just loves Christmas. She Her love of Christmas made me like start being like, why didn't I decorate this year? Why didn't I care? Why wasn't I getting festive? Can I show you something? Hold on one second. Oh my God, did you get a Christmas tree? Also, this is from uh, Meatball, a special message. If you're buying a living Christmas tree, just know that like, you don't have to. You can, <gasps> is that from Delta? Yeah, she gave me this present. I haven't opened it yet. Look at the wrapping. <gasps> she... Oh my God. Okay, so it's a plaid um wrapping paper that's done immaculately and then yeah. there's a giant red and gold bow on it that's also a, a similar plaid jesus christ and then on top of it is a deer's head what do you call it? yeah like, it's a reindeer head or i guess it's a deer with antlers that's about like eight inches large glued to the end of it and then there's oh and there's bells there's a little bell on the deer's thing and this this um ribbon has little wire in it so it keeps in shape so she gave me this present i'm so excited to open. that looks like a commercial like yeah. wrap you know when i used to work at j crew no we what you worked at jay's crew shop yes you don't that was my first job and i worked no, at I it remember in katie texas you... <laughs> and then i transferred to new york and they put me in the soho store and i was a bitch because you had to be rude to people to work there. And, and you then, wore your double polos to acting class, and everyone thought you were better than them. Yes, everyone every, thought, one you of, thought you were better. Than everyone thought that I thought I was better than them, and I was like, no, this is just what I have to wear for work. And then one of my teachers finally was like, where are you from? And I was like, Texas. And they are like, no, where are you from? Because like, no one from Texas dresses like this. And I was like, okay. Not okay, a where are you from question. Okay. All right, well. Let's take know, another break, and then we'll do some voicemails. Is, that is okay this episode? With you? Yeah, is this episode even any good? It's great. What are you talking about? I've so just seriously? been so hard on myself lately. Ew, get hard on your boyfriend. Ew. All right, we'll be right back. Oh, that's all still in. Hello, we are back, and we are going to listen to your voicemails. Who's your frontrunner for season 13? Mick. And who's your frontrunner for UK2? Taste. Or tea oh, or coffee. I love taste. Hey, I love the way she talks. And everything in between or out of between. So my question is, um, I want to know if you guys would come to my high school graduation. Now, here's the thing. What? I'm 26. What? But it's 2020. Time machines are being invented every single day. Oh, girl. It's important to prepare for our future and to plan ahead. And when the time is right, I want you both to go back in time 
seven years as of this voicemail, but uh, to 2013, and um, I want you both to fist me in front of all my peers. That's it. I hope you have a good day. Bye. Why did you send that to me? Why did Why did I label that one? This is just a weird call. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that one was supposed <laughs> to just be sent to you in a text. I'm sorry. Don't bring that into our mailbox, people. That no. made me feel uncomfortable. I think my front runner for season two of the UK is uh, Jenny Lemon. Oh, sure. But she's not going to let you her You want to slice? I love her. I've worked with her twice now over she in the said, UK. She said, I'm the only non-binary queen in the UK. That's Wait funny. for it. That has a sense of humor. Oh, yeah. That has a sense of humor. I was like, that's a funny joke. She's very funny, but she uh, in, she is chaotic. I have worked with her twice, and she backstage is nuts. We should have her on the show. She's like, where are my crooks? I, I love a croc. Have, I think they have very different press rules in the UK, so I feel like we could get Jenny on the show without saying no. Because in the States, they're not allowed to do any press until after the show has heard yeah once it's been announced they can't do anything during unless they feel like breaking the rules right or unless they're like given special permission to but i think in the in the um in the uk it's different yeah i'm because we got we got um some canada girls like we got jimbo while the show was still airing and for the chop and we got Love Jimbo. Setter Jean and Envy Peru, like no problem. We just reached out to their management for the chop. So we should we should uh reach out to Jenny, see if she'd be on the show. You know, yeah, we should just get all the campy queens talking. We love camp. I love a campy queen. Okay. All right. Next one, which Next might also be bad. Hi, so I want to tell you the scariest hookup I've ever had in my life. Ooh. I'm already in. It's Unless you've brand. already done this one. You're a Dragula girl. It's your brand. Horror. I love Ookie Spooky. This is when I was in uh, college about eight, nine years ago. And there was a time where this guy said, hey, I want to do bondage with you. And I was very, very inexperienced. I was like, sure. Because I thought it was just like, you know, some light tying up and maybe he's going to edge me or something like that. And I thought that was hot. But he didn't discuss any terms or any consent, like the um, the password kind of stuff. So I get there. And Wait, he said the password? The password. You know, the safe word. The password. <laughs> the, password the password out password? of my hole. <laughs> what would your safe word be? Uh, Hakuna Matata. Mine's what a be wonderful word. <laughs> <laughs> It means stop fucking. <laughs> get out of here. All right. So I get naked for him, and then he tied me up with zip ties around my ankles and my wrists, and then he gagged me with my underwear. And I was like, okay, okay. But then it started getting freakier when then he put a pillowcase over my head, and then was trying to like suffocate me, like cut my breathing off. And like I said, he did not discuss anything regarding this when we first started talking and then i was freaking out i didn't pass out thank god so after about 30 seconds thank god took it off girl i would be kicking i would be screaming freaking out i would be freaking out this is not the tea for me ma (sighs) 
Then he put it back on again, and then he put a plastic bag over my head. What? And tried to do the same thing again. And I was legitimately crying at this point. I was sobbing. I was trying to fight him off. And like I said, I was tied up and naked. And then he he took off the plastic bag, and then he put the then he put the um the pillowcase over my head again, and then stuffed me in the closet in the dark for about like a couple of minutes. And I was sobbing at this point. I wanted to get out. I was free. I really thought I was going to die. And then he took me out of the closet and put me on the bed. And then he was like, would you like me to let you go? And I was like crying. I was like, yes, yes, please, please. Uh. And then he takes a pair of scissors and then was about to cut the zip ties off. But then he puts the blade of the scissors right across my nipples Uh. and was like, you want me to cut this off for you? And I was like trying to scream through the gag, but he didn't, thank God. And then he finally cut me loose and acted like nothing happened, acting like it was everything normal. He was like, he was like, is, are you okay? Did you enjoy that? I hope you enjoyed it. I hope we can talk again. And he wasn't trying to be sarcastic or anything. And he was like acting like nothing happened. I literally like ran out of the house half dressed. And yeah, I thought I was going to die and probably get kidnapped and raped, et cetera. But it was the worst hookup of my life. Well, that's my experience. Thoughts? Concerned, I'm, like so traumatized by that phone call. I would have called the police the minute it was over, and I'd be like, "Whoever lives in that house, you need to go keep an eye on him because that was messy." It that if you're crying and like freaked out, like I know that that's a lot of people's like judge, and that's why no, there are words and stuff. That person, but that person not... took full advantage of you, and it sounds like they might have gone through with some of it. And they probably have with someone else. Yeah, that sounds like a training ground for a person to go out and assault people yeah. under the guise of, let's do a little bondage. Girl, anybody who participates in BDSM uh, practices knows you communicate, you talk about limits, you make a safe word, you read people's body. Sobbing, you know, the only way that would be okay is if the person being tied up is like, I like to be sobbing and shaking and, uh, you know, like scared beyond belief. That's what I want to uh, uh, achieve. Scared beyond belief. Alyssa's uh, dance company <laughs> Halloween special. <laughs> Oh my God, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. That is psychotic. And honestly, I know that you just wanted to get out of there and leave. But if you have any way to contact that person again, I would let them know how fucked up that situation yeah, is. Just like, Make sure I, they don't know where you live unless in case they are crazy. But you need to like figure that out because they need to be told that is not okay. Mm-hmm. Girl. All no, right. Wait, hold on. Let's maybe listen to this one. I'm sending it now. I want that eye lift that Boa got. No, she, she looks looked, like an alien. She looked good. I, she was messaging me. I said, I'm jealous of what you have. She told me that she went in for an ass. And they said, do you want the, uh, a brow lift for free? And she said, yes. Oh, my God. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. But I love it. Hi, I just woke up. It's afternoon, so I'm a little bummed. But I'm listening to Tuesday's episode, and I heard that there was complaints about the Wicked content, and I just have to say that I truly love hearing Meatball do the same riffs every episode. 
I tried. Sounds like a drag. No singing talent app, and I still can't do it. So I just sit and watch, and I'm jealous. Why? So keep it up. I like it. Maybe we could try another musical though that has like an iconic riff. You know, like name one. I can't find one. Bye. What name a musical that has an iconic rift? Riff. I I know a couple that have a rift between two friends. Oh my god! There's not an iconic riff. Like it's such an iconic riff that they use the same riff in the Shrek musical. Girl, it's a sleigh. It's a sleigh for me, mom. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. We hope you have an amazing, amazing uh, time, sweetie. An amazing New Year. Oh yeah, we were supposed to talk about the New Year. Oh, uh, well, there's really nothing. Listen, 2021. It's a snooze. I hope you're. I hope you're better than. Here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say my 2020, 2020 is a snooze. That's 2020 is a snooze. I'm gonna say 2021 is gonna be my year starting after my birthday. I'll work my ass off up until then, but after July 13th, hopefully things will start to kind of not be normal. Nothing will ever be normal, but start to ease back into like, I can go out. I can perform in front of people. I can touch people. Yeah, I think we should really think about, girl, I I, I love the idea that people are like, 2021, it's going to be great. It's like, girl, we don't get the new administration until 20 days into the new year. Girl, these vaccines won't be regular available for regular people until whenever. All these fucking politicians who haven't done jack shit for anybody have all been vaccinated. And the Lindsey nurses... Graham went and got vaccinated. Girl, he was, was just... one of the people that said it was a goddamn hoax. I, I was just texting with my friend who is a listener of the show who um she's a she's a nurse i think she's a higher level nurse i don't know the right word maybe like a nurse practitioner nurse practitioner she's like the boss bitch level of nurse um and they are not vaccinating let alone testing people at the hospital the nurses if you want to get a test you got to go do it on your own time while they're working 12 hour fucking shifts Trash. Trash. Just as I thought. I don't have anything else to say. I, this just upsets me. This Aww. upsets me. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds all of 2020. We hope we could be helpful for you. Um, we have a fun little episode to end out the year on Friday, so I hope you stay tuned for what that. What is that? What's the episode Friday? Oh. It's our Christmas episode. It's our Christmas episode. Yeah, you guys are going to love the guest. We're going to return with a radio play. Ah. 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 All right. Uh, You know the deal to follow us and stuff. Bye. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at Spiciest Meatball and Big Dipper Jelly. My my Twitter is Fat Drag Meatball. You can call. Our phone number is 213-536. Nine one eight zero, and if you haven't memorized it by now, there's a baby out there that can sing it back to their mother. Maybe we should close on that video. No. Okay, there's a baby that knows our phone number, so I can't <laughs> wait to hear from that baby. All right, goodbye. Doo doo doo, forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media. Mom! 
hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball, mixed and mastered by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork is drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.